And to be the queen of rap, you gotta actually rap. The whole industry know that your shit is a rap. No, to be the queen of rap, you can't have a ghostwriter. And that's why this is my house, flow writer. Niggas done seen Drake pinning, Wayne pinning, and since your first boyfriend left, bitch ain't winning. You an internet troll, a web browser. I'm sorry, you can't get an online without Safari. I announced this with a heavy heart that Nicki Minaj has gotten bodied by Remy Ma. I know I'm a little late. I'm a little after the fact reporting on this, but you know, I just needed a, I just needed a few days. I just needed a few days to take in what is happening, how this happened. Everybody was going crazy over the weekend. Obviously, it's has taken the internet by storm. Remy Ma dropped the craziest diss track in a long time on Saturday, February 26th. And the internet was definitely in a frenzy, including me. So, you know, I had to take a few days to kind of just let it sink in. I just had to gather my facts. You know, I had to gather my story, gather my thoughts together. And now that I've done that, I'm I'm here and I'm here to kind of go through this Remy Ma Nicki Minaj beef in its entirety. Um, so sit down, get your popcorn, cause uh, yeah, this is is going down. So basically, this report is going to be broken up into four parts. Uh, it's just so much to talk about that I had to do it that way. So part one, I'm going to go through the beef in its entirety, kind of give you a backdrop of the timeline of Nikki and Remy's beef and kind of disagreements and not seeing eye to eye. So I'm um, going to give you all the way from 2007 till today. Part two will be my personal reaction to the situation and to <laughs> Remy Ma's sheather disc and part three I'm gonna do a little bit of a close analysis on some of the standout lyrics from sheather there was definitely a lot of punchlines a lot of realness a lot of shots that were fired back to back to back to back but there was definitely a lot going on in this close to seven minute uh, annihilation and then part four should or shouldn't Nikki respond so I'm going to kind of give my opinions on that. So without further ado, let's get into it. So part one, beef timeline. All right. So how did this really all get started? Why does Remy and Nikki have so much beef? Where did it all come from? 2007, Nicki Minaj released the Dirty Money Freestyle over a Terror Squad beat. This was from her Playtime is Over mixtape. Some of those lines that kind of had Remy Ma's ears peeking up was, Tell that bitch with the crown to run it like Chris Brown. You won three rounds, gonna need to hunt you down, like Chinatown. So Remy did approach her at a mixtape release party to kind of talk about it and to address the line and say, hey, I feel like that was a shot taken to me. Apparently, Nikki denied it. Everything was fine, in a sense. After that, obviously, this is 2007, so this is the time that Remy was charged for uh, assaulting one of her former friends in a nightclub shot her in the stomach so she had to go off to jail at this time Nikki is obviously you know doing her mixtape thing has met Lil Wayne and itty bitty piggy and all this stuff is going on so her career is kind of just taking off Remy's going to jail so that's what that was um 
Remy did an interview from jail and she addressed Nikki taking jabs at her. She addressed kind of female rappers and the state of hip hop and kind of addressed a, a few things. But, you know, she mainly just said she didn't really have any hateful words towards Nikki at that time. She just said, hey, she's doing her thing. I mean, like all the female rappers at that point in time that were you know, saying crazy stuff in their lyrics and, you know, just kind of boasting that they're the best or they're the best female MC, they're the best rapper. She didn't take any heat to that because she felt like she wasn't in the game. She's in prison. So she's not a participant in this rap battle. So it was all good. Uh, but she said once she got out, if female rappers still felt like they wanted to be saying stuff, she will address each person accordingly so that was that after Remy got released from prison she released the freestyle to the truffle butter beat which is of course Nicki Minaj's song off of the pink print uh, she also imitated Nicki's monster verse at a cypher so at this point Remy's out of jail you know she's happy to be home she's getting herself together she's getting acclimated to the world and social media and back with her husband who's held her down all these years papoose and now she's starting to do hella freestyles left and right just trying to get herself you know back in the game get her her chops ready and all that stuff so she did a couple uh freestyles nothing shady or nothing towards nikki she didn't really take any jabs at her or anything like that um so that was fine fast forward to august 2014 she praised nikki uh, during a Hot 97 interview with Ebro saying that she is definitely proud of her and that she she's happy for her. She congratulates her on all her success and that she feels that as two women in the business that they can support each other and that people are always trying to pit black women against each other and black female rappers against each other. And she doesn't really play to that. In 2016, she did officially congratulate Nikki on Twitter for winning the best female hip-hop artist at the BET Awards so once again the support continues Remy doesn't have any issues with Nikki it's all love it's all positive things are great you know she's humble she's glad to be out of jail she's grateful for her life and to be able to kind of come back into the world and continue her passions as a rapper she has no you know concerns with really starting any strife with anybody you know what I mean life is bigger than that and Remy has kind of voiced that ever since she's gotten out and you can see that in her interviews and just the way she handles herself so in October 2016 Nikki has mentioned that she would like to do a collaboration with Remy Ma that she wants to possibly do a song with Foxy Brown and, and Remy and things like that, like I mentioned earlier. So once again, it's just all talks and ideas being thrown around, all positive stuff. Then this is where it kind of changes. In December of 2016, Remy does a freestyle on Hot 97's Funk Master Flex show, which did seem aimed at Nicki. She definitely has some bars in there where she was kind of saying, oh, this chick is fake, this and that, everything about her is fake. So anytime the word fake is being thrown around, Nikki is kind of the number one victim on the list for that because of all of her ass injections and plastic surgery that she's gotten and stuff like that. We all kind of know about it at this point. It's not really new news to anybody. So, hey, it is what it is. But this 
song really kind of pushed the envelope. The Freshers Wait a Minute remix that came out in December. I feel like personally that was definitely directed at Nicki. That song is fire, by the way. Like, I love that song. It's fire. On February 23rd, 2017, Remy Ma and Fat Joe visit the Breakfast Club at Power 105.1 in New York. She denies that the Wait a Minute remix was about Nicki, saying if she has a problem with the rapper, she will say that name. She has no qualms about saying the person's name. She says she'll look up the government name, the mama's name, the daddy's name, sibling's name, first name, last name, all of that. She wants that person to know that she's talking about her. She doesn't want there to be any confusion or any drama or speculation. She wants it to be clear, cutthroat. Yes, I dissed you. Yes, I'm talking about you. What you gonna do about it? She's that type of chick. So she clarified that on The Breakfast Club. But unfortunately, this is where Nikki took a turn for the worst. She took it as personal, which Remy could have very well just been BSing and kind of saving face, but she wasn't. She was actually telling the truth. And then Nikki proceeded to drop two features, one with Gucci Mane called Make Love and another with Jason Derulo called Swalla, where she had a couple of bars in both songs aiming at Remy. You the queen of this here? One platinum plaque album flop, bitch, we're? I mean, who else would Nikki be talking about? It's like so obvious. She's talking about Remy. Obviously, Remy had a smash single in 2016. You might have heard of it called All the Way Up featuring Fat Joe in French Montana. It went platinum. Um, it was a huge record, a big comeback record for both of them. So obviously, she doesn't have any platinum albums. She, you know, she hasn't topped the charts with many albums in general in her career. So obviously, Nikki's talking about her. So then that is when things changed. On February 26, 2017, Remy Ma shut it down. She bodied Nikki. She used straight facts. She came with a machete. She came for blood. You know what I mean? She she didn't come to just rough her up a little bit. She came to, you know what I'm saying, have the police put the yellow tape you know, on the premises and do the whole, you know, white chalk body outline thing on the ground like chick is dead. She didn't make it out alive. That's that's what Remy's intention was and she delivered. Probably what may become one of the greatest disses in history and not just female rapper disses, but disses in general, Sheether. So that's the timeline guys from 2007 till now. So my reaction, this is part two. <sighs> Uh, when my sisters told me, you know, kind of what was going on, my initial reaction was, why? Why, Nikki? Why would you do this? Why would you let this happen? Why would you put yourself in this situation, in this predicament? You were on the top of your game. You were on top of the rap game. Why did you off yourself like this? Like, I just, I was disappointed. I was disheartened because I'm a big Nicki fan and I always want to see her win. I am a big fan. I like her music. I really do. You know, I think it's controversial sometimes, but it's very comedy based. It's funny. It catches your ear. Good beats. You know, she's very animated with her delivery. You know, you don't get that a lot with rappers. And sometimes it's nice to hear that. It's nice to hear, the, you know, the inflection and the voice rising and going back down and just 
the different characters that she comes up with. I mean, a lot of rappers don't have that. So I really feel like Nicki set herself up for failure. She did not learn from her ex, Meek Mill, a.k.a. Mr. L. Chaser. And the thing is, in this hip-hop game, you got to pick and choose your battles carefully. You really do. You cannot just, you know, do things on the, the spur of the moment and not think it through and just experiment or throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. When you are claiming to be the best in the hip-hop game, like, you need to, you really need to represent. And I just feel like the same way Meek went after Drake, who was clearly way out of his league for many reasons. I mean, we're talking about someone that has solidified himself as one of the best, greatest commercial rappers that we've ever seen. Um, So Meek decided to go against somebody that he had no business going against. No business. And Nikki's doing the same thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? She chose the one, literally, in my opinion, literally the one chick that does this rap shit the right way. She chose the one chick that she shouldn't have dealt with, that she shouldn't have bothered with. She should have just left Remy where she was and gone on about her business. Remy was chill about the whole situation. She, Remy could have came out of jail and just been a savage, just because she knows she can't. She could have just picked fights with Nikki, even if Nikki was in the corner, like, I hope she don't remember me. I hope I'm going to turn my head away. I'm not going to make no eye contact. She could have still been like, I'm just going to murder her anyway. Like, I just don't, I don't want her to survive. Like, I want to be in this shit and I want her to be out of the picture. So I'm just going to diss her regardless. Remy didn't do that. And that's why I'm so feeling some type of way about all of this. With the level that Nikki is supposed to be on, she should know how to strategize better. All her success and notoriety, she's supposed to know her limitations and how to make the right move. She's supposed to know how far she can go with something. She's supposed to know what she can try on which person. She should have known that she will always be a target. She will always be hated on. Even people that cannot reach her caliber, people that cannot mess with her, people will still be mad. And then you have someone that is mad and can kill you in a diss and can kill you with the bars because she's literally a battle rapper. Like that's her history. That's where she comes from. You have someone like that and you decide to start shit with her? How, Sway? How? How did you think that was going to pan out, Nikki? Did you just think you were just going to keep taking jazz here and there and Remy was just going to laugh it off? Like, because Remy's that type of girl. She just laughs stuff off. She doesn't come for people. She doesn't rap. She don't want no real problems with you and she's intimidated or something like that. Hell no. Nikki, I'm a huge fan and I usually stand behind a lot of the things you choose to do, but I can't get behind this one. I just can't. I really can't. Remy was minding her own business, as she has said, and now Nikki thought it was cute to take some jabs and I'm just shaking my head. I really am. You know, with this diss record, Remy is gaining a lot of traction. She's gaining gaining a lot of support from fans, from other industry artists, and even diehard Nicki fans, you know? And she is putting Nicki's career on the line right now. So with me saying all this about Nicki, me being a big fan of Nicki and everything like that, I just want to make it very clear that that does not mean I'm not a fan of Remy's. I've always liked Remy. I've always liked both of them. 
Um, Remy is just the beast, you know? She's a goon. She is raw. She's real. And she's a very respected rapper in the streets. So, with this Sheether track, what I describe Sheether as is not just a regular disc record. It's not just that. It's so much more. It's a bold declaration of Remy's skills and how Nicki and no other rapper should ever in their life challenge that. It's an unapologetic reminder that Remy is the best female rapper, period. If anyone thinks otherwise, they're better off keeping it to themselves because, hey, if you don't, you run the risk of getting bodied, pistol whipped, sunned, publicly embarrassed, and cutting your career short. So I advise once again, if you like your life, don't mess with Remy Ma. Simple. Sheether was a brutally honest dissertation on all of Nikki's flaws, mistakes, botched surgeries, drug addictions, and disloyal actions. She shines light on her secret sex partners, her 360 music deal, and her support for her brother despite his child rape charges. If Remy chose to ever defend Sheether as her dissertation before an academic panel, let's just say we would be calling her Dr. Remy Ma. And that's pretty much my reaction to Sheether. This part is really going to just kind of talk about some of the bars in Sheether and really highlight some of the things that were said and what I just kind of just lost my mind over, basically. Starting off with the Meek All-Star line. I saw Meek at All-Star. He told me your ass dropped. He couldn't fuck you for three months because your ass dropped. Now, I don't think y'all understand how bad her ass got. The implants that she had put in her ass popped. Damn. First of all, my reaction to that was, Meek, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. Weak mill. Somehow, he just keeps popping up in the news and social media like he's always doing something dumb he's always trying to gain petty attention he's always running his damn mouth and being a sourpuss like he is petty roosevelt like to the highest degree like i just it just makes my blood boil having to keep talk about this man because he's just pathetic like how do you like I just can't. I really can't get into this. All I'm saying is that I'm not surprised. I When I heard that line, it was like, damn. But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, how can me? He said that? I wasn't shocked. Because he's petty. And he's mad that she broke up with him. Like, your stock value is at a negative 30. Like, <laughs> obviously. Like, that's clear. That's evident. You can't get online without Safari. Like, that line, that's... <sighs> That's probably my favorite line just because the, the word play is sick. Like, round of applause for this chick. The way she used Nikki's name in various contexts to basically clown her for her having a name like Nicki Minaj, I thought that was pretty creative as a whole. You know, the Nick Nolte line, I responded after 48 hours. The Nick at night, Nick Cannon. I mean, it was just all of it was brilliant that whole segment of the of the track was brilliant I thought um some other ones that really really I was surprised by her fucking Trey songs like that wasn't really much of a surprise I was like oh okay so all right but the Ebro one like that threw me for a loop because I'm like whoa 
Ebro, like Hot 97 program director. Like, okay, that was weird. And that definitely, I know, is causing a lot of drama for Ebro. You know, he's in the hot seat right now. So Remy just, she she didn't give no fucks for anybody. You know, she didn't care if she was ruining other people's lives. She's like, she's just annihilating everybody. You know, she has the, the uh, spray gun and she's just blasting, like, with her eyes closed. She's not looking. She's not caring about the casualties. Accusing her of being a cokehead. Like, ooh. I mean, I know, obviously, that she's popped pills. Obviously, Nikki has kind of touched upon that subject on some of her songs on the pink print that you know that was kind of her way of coping with a lot of stress and just a lot of issues in her life you know I don't know what kind of pills she got addicted to but she did speak on that so you know obviously that's personal but her saying she snorts coke or has snorted coke in the past surprise you know there's just a lot of surprises on this track I would say um semen in her pants is called the Jelani <laughs> I, I mean I don't really want to be laughing about the situation it's it's really not funny to be honest her brother obviously was charged for child rape I don't agree with her paying for his wedding I kind of stand on Remy's side with that one I just feel like family forever and you always are supposed to ride for family for pretty much anything but I think that rape you know <laughs> that's definitely one of the few exceptions where it it just it just can't be tolerated you know and I, I think that even if she of course is still gonna love her brother and still s support him behind the scenes that would have been a little bit more understanding than her publicly paying for the wedding and kind of never really speaking on it she never really uh left a comment about the whole situation she just kind of stayed quiet which i understand as well obviously it's a very sensitive topic and it's it's just i mean nobody should have to go through that but at the same time you know what i mean like paying for his wedding then you're not really speaking on it you're not you're not rejecting the whole thing so silence sometimes means that you condone something in, in somebody else's eyes when you don't speak on it at all it sometimes it makes it look like you're okay with it so in those cases of sexual you know sexual assault sexual harassment molestation you know silence can equal support um so i definitely think it was a sticky situation for Nikki. I know she probably was very disappointed in her brother. And it's it's one of those things I'm sure she doesn't want to talk about. But, you know, now you're in a situation where a rapper is putting, <laughs> putting the tea, putting the mess all in a song. And it's kind of like, ooh, that did happen, you know. Uh, I, I like the ending of the song as well. Um, I really like the... I got trigger fingers, you got bitter fingers. Yeah, you must think you Drake and I'm Twitter fingers. I just, it's a simple line, but <laughs> it's its dope. You know, because it's obviously a big play off of Drake's beef with Meek Mill and the, the Twitter fingers thing. And that's been a whole saga. So I just liked how she kind of rounded out the whole summary of 
of of savageness with with that line it it kind of like put a cap on it in a sense because it's like okay feuds have been going on the last biggest one was meek and drake obviously nikki is tied to both of them so it, it was definitely a good way to end the the song and it was kind of funny like you must think you drake and i'm twitter fingers like i'm not your ex boo like i ain't him i don't know what you was thinking you you thinking you drake and i'm me like hell no now we gonna get that straight right now um part four part four is should nikki respond should she not respond this is my take on it this is a very tough question um, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you look at it, I feel like it might be a lose-lose situation, whether she decides to respond or not. Here's why. If she does respond, it's a guarantee that Remy will respond again. <laughs> I, I can feel it in my bones. I can just feel it in my spirit. If Nikki comes, even comes with a hard diss, which I don't think is impossible. I believe in Nikki. I think she has it in her. We need not to forget where Nikki, how Nikki started before all the pop-ish came about. She was rapping too. Like she might not be as a natural rapper, a battle rapper, or a bit major freestyler like Remy is, but now she can write. You know, she can pen some stuff. She's done that throughout her whole career. Of course, she's had some help here and there, but she's definitely held a lot of her verses down by herself so that's not a question but the issue with this whole beef saga now is is that Remy will come back again I feel I think she might have already mentioned that she will come you know she's gonna do a follow-up disc she's gonna drop it in early March I don't know she's waiting for Nikki's response before she does that but I just know she will come again with something even crazier like even though we're like oh my gosh she they're like there's no coming back from that how could anybody top that how could Remy do it again like she will do it again I don't know what she's gonna say this time around I don't know what tricks she's gonna pull out the bag but best believe she will come again and that's that's kind of the the downside to all of this mess you know what I mean it's kind of like yeah Nikki can put her blood sweat and tears and go into uh, go on a spiritual journey and all this and pray and and come out with a disc record that surprises everybody and kind of you know has people back on her side and now it's a war going on but the problem is it will continue and the issue with that is I don't think Nikki has enough in her to respond again so then it's just this whole thing of okay she goes through hell and high water to put out the response and she's still gonna lose at the end of the day you know what I mean so it's like uh it will just be an ongoing back to back with no sight with no end in sight um we all know Remy can clap clap back with her eyes closed so I just you know it's it's tough it really is um now if she doesn't respond <laughs> this is the other side to it she will be seen as scary. Her value will go down dramatically and she will lose a lot of respect from a lot of people, especially her fans. Right now, the state that we're in, including myself, her fans are waiting. They are patiently waiting. They're getting antsy. The barbs are getting antsy. They're getting a little like, okay, like I understand you're doing the whole unbothered character right now. And you're just kind of playing it cool, but 
you need to get your ass in that studio. Like, you know, it's cute. You're doing your your video with Future. You're at uh, Paris Fashion Week or whatnot. And, you know, you're looking bad like you always do, taking the ass shots in the bed. That's real cute. We know. We know you look fine. You take nice pictures. We love that about you, Nikki. However, let us not stray <laughs> from the the issue at hand. Where that response at, though? Where's that? So the fans were waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting with hope in our hearts, and we're 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 hoping for the best. We're rooting for her, um, but the response needs to come, and this is why. If she doesn't respond, people will not take her seriously anymore. You know that will just be the the finale to the whole thing. Like, okay, like you've been claiming claiming you're the queen of rap for who knows how long. You've won so many awards, you have plaques, you have, you know, platinum records, you've been on the top of billboards, charts time and time again, you have many collaborations, you've won many BT awards, Grammy awards, music choice awards, American music awards, like we get it, but however, like you got bodied, like the internet has turned against you. So if you decide to sit on your hands and cross your legs and close your eyes and pretend like you just live in your own little world guess what you will be isolated to that little world that you put yourself in because people will not acknowledge you anymore Nikki they will take you as a joke someone that's a laughing stock that's what you will become and then Remy will essentially have won the war won the battle and she will get to rightfully reclaim her title as the real queen of rap and there will be a done deal. There's no coming back three years later. Oh, Nikki wants to start taking jabs again. Like, she's feeling in the right mood. She's feeling herself again. Like, she's feeling like she wants to buck or whatever. Like, it's just going to be like, no, sit down. Like, we're not here for it. Like, sit your ass down. Do you want to get bodied again for <laughs> the umpteenth time? Like, like, don't make this up. Like, just be quiet in your corner and just keep it moving. Like, nobody's going to have any sympathy for her. That's how I feel. They're going to be like, we don't take you seriously. Even if other rappers now want to come at Nikki, it's kind of like they have clout to do so. Um, so. So that's my take on whether she does or does not respond. That's the lose-lose situation that can happen. All in all, in my personal opinion, I definitely think she should respond. I know this is a very difficult task. It may almost be impossible to accomplish, but... You know, when you have God on your side, no no job is too big. And Nikki, you know, she references her religion, her spirituality, God, and a lot of things. I ain't going to judge you if you get on your knees and pray about this, girl. You need to, you're going to need to sprinkle some holy water on yourself, you know. Um, you need to dig deep in the depths of your soul. You need to take all that makeup off, take off the wig, the fake lashes, put that pop image on hold nobody has time for that right now we don't want to hear about nikki the mega superstar that's done you know american idol and all these great things like we don't care about that you need to get your ass in the studio and go into full-fledged mixtape nikki minaj mode that's it like you need to if you need to you know what i mean wear some regular clothes you know have your real hair out no makeup no nails, no eyelashes, and you just need to get in the studio and feel like Nikki from 
you know, eight, eight years ago, you know, I think that might not be a bad idea. So what she needs to do if she is going to attempt to respond, which I do think she should do, she needs to zone out, you know, like I said, strip herself of everything, pray, have an open Bible around her. She needs that Bible, you know, to, for, for the grace that, that God can give her. She needs to have that around and her strategy should be to basically do what Remy did, dig up dirt on Remy, even if it's old stuff, even if it's like from her freaking teenage years or maybe stuff that she heard about that she did in jail or I don't know she just needs to get petty you know what I mean because that's kind of what Remy did she needs to get petty and she needs to transform those topics and facts and rumors into creative good sounding bars because at the end of the day if stuff sounds good even if the, the news is fake or not or even if it's not even like that juicy but if she can deliver it the way that Nikki can deliver stuff, she might have a chance to survive this. She just might. So she needs to hit below the belt, get dirt on Remy, dirt that people either do know about or have forgotten about or that people have never heard about. Um, you know, she needs to deliver literally the best punchlines of her career. I'm talking bigger than Monster uh, you know, talking bigger than some of her biggest records that she's done. She needs to, this needs to be her best work to date. That's, that's just a given. Um, and she also needs to make it a point to clearly state that she will respond once and only once. So this, this kind of creates that expectation for everybody that, Hey, like I went in, everybody, thinks I did a good job however like there won't be a follow-up to this like if she knows she doesn't have it in her to come bounce back once again to respond all over again because Remy will come back and she will come back hard she needs to slip it in there just as a little FYI by the way disclaimer like you getting one and that's that's all y'all getting I don't care what Remy has to say after this. I'm not concerned. I'm going back to doing my thing. Just like Drake said, I don't want to hear about this ever again. Not even when she tell you that y'all better as friends. Like he put it in the song. Like basically, I don't I don't want to go through this again. Like you've gotten me out of my element. You've broke me down to the point where I'm actually acknowledging your foolishness, Mill. I will respond and I'm shutting it down after this. Like we're not doing this anymore. And Meek at least was smart enough not to keep going at him for the most part there was some other stuff that happened but in terms of songs like he kind of just faded out after that so Nikki needs to make that abundantly clear that <laughs> this is the one and only diss track you gonna hear from me unless she thinks she got in her to do it again and do it a third time and whew, I don't know child this is just gonna be a mess but that's my advice for her if she can pull that off, she can go into her zone. She can, you know, ask God for help. You know, if she could get Drake or Sapphire or somebody to, to hop in the studio real quick, nobody needs to know. It could be low key. You know, even if they're just helping with a line here or there, at the end of the day, it's like it doesn't even matter if she has a ghostwriter or not because Remy already kind of talked about that anyway. So, and it's like we all know she has the ghostwriters, not as bad as Meek Mill. Or I'm sorry, not as bad as Drake, but she does have her share of ghostwriting that she gets help with. But 
in this case, it, it really doesn't matter. We just need the response and we need to hear it in her voice and it needs to be dropped asexually. That's it. And if she can do that, maybe, maybe her career and her reputation can survive, can be maintained, can be managed to a certain level where it's like, oh, remember that crazy beef when Remy body Nikki, blah, blah, but Nikki came back. Oh, it was crazy. But then Remy came back again. But Nikki was, you know, it, it at least it will help her. It will help in the long run. It will go a long way, maybe more than she thinks. Because if she just doesn't respond at all, I'm sorry. It's just it's just the cop-out route. It's the, the bitch route to take. It's the, the punk thing to, to do or not do. Um, and I just don't think it will serve her well at all. If she just decides to, oh, I'm just going to rise above this. And I don't have time for this petty cattiness. And, you know, I'm out here making my millions. I don't have time to talk to the birds or whatever nonsense, you know, she's going to try to spin off of. It's just going to sound whack no matter how you try to do it, Nikki. You just need to respond. I know it sucks because it's a lot of pressure, but, you know, I mean, you got yourself into this situation, so you got to dig yourself out of it. I love you, Nikki. I'm praying for you. I'm hoping for the best because you are really going to need it. Like, for real. This is Lady Sola. I know the Listen Up report was lengthy. I appreciate you tuning in and, and listening through and through. Stay tuned. There's more reports to come. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at LadySolaLife, L-A-D-Y-S-O-L-A. L-I-F-E. You can also follow me on Twitter as well at Lady Solar Life. Thank you so much for the support. Thanks for listening. I'm out.